Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again. Another touchdown. Howdy and welcome back to the Link Lineup. Uh, this is going to be our review show. Uh, the Eagles play some meaningful football for the first time since February. I believe the date was 13th. Um, so it is currently September 10th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, recording this as soon as we could, just to you know, we can give our initial reactions and um, you know talk about what we saw. Um, I know as of right now. The the fan base is kind of in shambles right now. Um, Everybody's on the fence right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to spoil this episode kind of and say that I feel okay. I feel good, actually. Um, but we'll cover all that. Um, and this episode might turn into a preview <clears throat> show for Thursday's matchup against the Vikings. Just because we won't have enough time to record, I feel like, to get everybody together. Um We'll talk a little bit about that game. But with me today, I got Bryce. Uh, Josh is, uh, he's grinding some 2K. So uh, I respect it. You know, uh, 2K comes first to some. Um, birds come first for me, baby. Yep. Uh, uh, just kidding. Let a, I want him to live his life. Um, but glad to have Bryce here as always. Um, but yeah, uh, real quick, Bryce, uh, give me like your... A little initial gut feeling about this game, and then we can take a deeper dive um, in a little bit. Cool. So, <clears throat> initially, uh, as everybody could tell, um, hopes were high within about the first six minutes of the game. Uh, we, we looked we looked pretty damn good. Um, I thought the very first initial offensive drive, I thought it was kind of shaky. Uh, but all in all, you got a field goal out, uh, out of it. So, I mean, that's all right. But um, defense came out on fire in that first quarter. You couldn't ask for a better defensive play. Um, uh, and then – I was really, I was really uh, excited about the rookies, um, how they played. Jalen Carter, yeah, he played exceptionally well. Um, thought defensive line did all right. Uh, you would expect a little bit more coming out of this game, uh, just based on uh, what the Patriots' offensive line had going on. Uh, had a couple, couple missing starters. Uh, they had a couple of rookies in there. I believe they were both rookies. Um, didn't get many sacks. I think, what, it was sacking at what, two and a half? Or two and a half, yeah. Two and a half. So it was Jalen Carter and then um, Jordan Davis and Josh Sweat, right? Yeah. I will I will, I will. will tip my hat. I will give props to where it's due. Uh, Jordan Davis played exceptional today. Um, he showed flashes as a pass rusher. I'll give him that. Um, he collapsed the pocket well. Uh, forced to fumble too, but <clears throat> let's kind of talk about the what what's got the fan base in shambles right now, and that is the vanilla offensive play calling that was going on all game. Um, 
I'm not sure how I feel about it so far. Uh, it's definitely something that I do not want to see upcoming Thursday. I want to see a little bit more. It's I don't know if the receivers weren't getting open or if the route concepts and the creativity just wasn't there. Um, um, I mean, you saw though in the replays, uh, somebody like people were open. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like Jalen was abandoning the pocket a little too early. Like, I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give credit to where credit's due. The Patriots defense played really well today. They did. They played really really well, and I don't know if that's just I don't know if that's to our our faults or it's just that's just a Bill Belichick defense, and they they always come to play. Um, but I don't know. It is what it is. What do you think? Yeah. So, um, like I said, like I said in our group chat, um. You know, I'm I'm okay with you know this team, um, with where they are. To expect them to come into this game and pretty much do what they did last year is unrealistic. And unfair. It's unfair to them. Yeah, and so <clears throat> the biggest issue I had with this game, um, what I believe was every, what everybody has is the the office of play calling, and. Um, I believe Brian Johnson was just he was just very passive and very safe because he was he was afraid to make a mistake. And you saw that the whole first half. It was give it to, to Kenneth Gainwell, give it yeah. to him again, screen pass, hope for the best. Yeah. Um, the whole first half, it seemed like. And you know, it just it was frustrating to watch, especially with the defense doing what they were doing. Because without them, we don't win the game today. Oh, uh, absolutely not. And for them to only give up 20 points after, like, four straight three and outs and then just a terrible offense of showing, you know, props to them. Um, but, you know, let's get into it a little bit more, a little, little deeper. Um, but like you like you're talking about, like you just said, uh, defense, is, defense kept us in this game and they're the reason we won this game. Um, I almost feel like, that's what makes a championship team. You know what I mean? Like you can lean on a certain, like you can lean on, say the say the defense has a bad game. You should be able to lean on the offense that game or like today offensive had a bad game. You can lean on your defense. <clears throat> I don't know really how you feel about that, but I mean, that's how I've always like viewed it. Um, championship teams, they always find a way to win a game. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, let's, talk, let's actually talk about the defense first. I want to talk about them, um, and then we can bounce around. So, defensively, you know, Darius Slay had a good game. He almost had two picks. Um, I know he got – I guess he got beat on that oh, one he, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, got, he got cooked. He got rattled up. I just – I don't – I think he was expecting something else to happen. Maybe. Yeah, the commentator was kind of talking about it. Uh, they based it off – they made it look like it was a, like a slant. But it was almost more of a post. Uh, it was kind of a double move route, and I think he kind of bit on the first initial move. That's what I saw on the replay. But I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Every corner is going to get beat at some point. Um, especially, I feel like we played a lot of man today. Uh, from what yeah. I from what I saw, we were like a little, a little bit too heavy on the, the man front, and you know, but whatever we have, James Bradbury, um, who I believe is okay. Um, I know he did come out in the fourth quarter. Looked like he just got popped in the mouth initially. Yeah. And bit his lip, bit his tongue. Um, was bleeding a little bit. 
But, you know, every every corner is going to get beat at some point. Um, unfortunately for Darius Slay, it was for a touchdown. Um, and it wasn't like this, uh, I feel like it wasn't this, like, dramatic, like, uh, you know, he got cooked type thing. It was kind of, he, he got beat. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like uh, you know, Trayvon Diggs getting, you know, cooked on a slant and go. Yeah. And I, yeah, he kind of gave he gave up a touchdown, but I felt like I don't know initially. This you may have felt this way too, but it was at a spot in the game where you almost expected him to give up a touchdown there, so I wasn't like too seriously worried about it. Essentially, you don't want them to score a touchdown there, but it it just the the flow of the game and the momentum that they were building right there, you kind of expected it throughout that drive, and. uh it sucks that it happened that way, but I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, besides that, he had a, he had a great game. I feel like he was, you know, he's making tackles, um, you know, and run support. Uh, he, like I said, he almost got two picks. One one he returned for a touchdown. So I mean, yeah. And let's say something: when Darius Slay is in open field, he is a very good return guy. Uh, I know. Oh, he would, absolutely. You you can some person out there is going to be like, well, we should put him at a part returner or a keep returner. No, he's not that. But, he's 32 years old. Let's yeah. come down now. <laughs> yeah, but like he, he's very good in open field because I remember the Broncos game when he got the fumble, returned it, even though Teddy Bridgewater did give the shittiest effort um, I've ever seen in my life. But he's very good. He's very good at returning the ball. Um, the uh, My initial like concern is Justin Evans um, at safety. I feel like I feel like he he's not playing a role he's comfortable in, especially like in pass coverage. They had for some reason it seemed like he was like the the single high safety a lot, and I don't know if that's really his game. Yeah, so I don't know what they're going to do about that. He's he's great in run support. I just don't see him, you know, having too much success. uh, You know, being that center field type safety that. He was playing today, and on top of that, he was. I, I'm excited to see him play. I was expe- excited to see him play just because you know the way he was hitting in preseason. But uh, I paid attention to his, his jersey and I saw his sleeves, and I got flashbacks of Sam Bradford because those things were hanging down to his elbows. And I'll give it to him. He can if he gets his hands on you. He's he's making that tackle. He he's a he's a very good tackler. But um, <clears throat> one of the touchdowns. Believe it was the first Kendrick Bourne touchdown where it looked like James Bradbury just got beat. I think that was on Justin Evans. He was in the wrong. He was in the wrong spot. Um, he got lost. I think Mac Jones may have looked him off uh, to the opposite side of the field and just came back and scored that touchdown. But I'm not going to hold that too much against him because I mean this is a new scheme. New. He's a new player in Philly. Uh, new defensive coordinator. Um, he, I understand he played in the preseason, but I mean, this is this is week one. Uh, I'm sure he's still getting loose, knocking cobwebs out and stuff like that. But um, I wouldn't be so quick to pull him just because I feel like I don't know. Deep down, I think he's a better athlete than Terrell Edmonds. Um, so I, it just I don't know if single high or like the 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 high safety is the position for him. Yeah. Um, but the problem is what we run into there. I don't know if any of our safeties are really fit for that high safety position. 
I mean, you got Terrell. He played a lot in the box today. Sydney, he's on. He's like a box safety. He's that's what he pretty much played in Illinois. Um, Reed, kind of a box safety as well. So it's, it's a little weird. Yeah, um, I do think that they have to probably make a move at safety at some point. Um, you can keep Reed on the field. You can keep. You can put Sydney Brown on the field when he gets there. Um, as like a little like a little hybrid type role, but you definitely need somebody to play over the top, um, someone that excels at that. I know Reed can do it, but I know they prefer him to be, you know, in the box. And you know, me too, because yeah. he he led the team with twelve tackles today. Yeah. Um, so if you can, so let's let's give like three standout players you had today on defense. On defense, yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely um, Jalen Carter. Um, watching him, so like he he for me he was must watch like TV. Yeah. Um, anytime I saw you every know, time the defense came on the field, my eyes was glued to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, whoever wherever ninety eight was, I was I was there, you know. And there was a lot of times he would beat Lyman with just a simple like like a pull, like he he just pulled him and just mm-hmm. threw him on the ground. And he got a lot of double teams uh, his way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he did great. He got his first sack. He he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and he finally got a sack after getting close so many times. Yep. Um, obviously, you're going to have to get one of Darius Slay uh, just because you got to pick you gotta pick six. He, he Like I said, he played well. Um, I'm not going to hold that touchdown. I'm not going to, like, weigh that too much on my mind when it comes to how I, I, I value his performance today. And yes. and then last but not least, I feel like I feel like you got to give it to Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis had six tackles. Um, yeah, and then half yeah, a he sack. He was a monster, dude. He was yep. a monster in the middle of the day. He was, and it's a good sign because you know we talked about it a couple podcasts ago, probably towards the beginning. Is like he's got to you know, make plays. Yeah, I mean, we like he's, he's a question mark. Yeah. He, was, he was a question mark coming into the season, and to see him go out there and. And do something. It was was great because even the preseason, he didn't really show like too much. Yeah, but you know, great, great on him, um, dude. I think he. I mean, he looks more in shape. He looks more. He's he's built a lot of confidence in himself. Um, I think that was the biggest thing for him last year, uh, which kind of hurt him. Because I mean, hell, he. I'm pretty sure he even talked about it in one of the press passes during training camp. He was like, man, last year was just a confidence issue for me. Um, he said he felt he was starting to build confidence through like the first couple of weeks until that injury happened. And it, that set him back. He, he was talking about, he's like, do I even really belong in the NFL? Pretty sure today he proved that he absolutely belongs in the NFL. Yeah, he definitely did. A um, couple things, I guess, to wrap up the defensive side of the, the discussion is, you know, I do you think Nicobe Dean did enough today to make you feel like okay with him? Um, he did, he did okay. I know he, he got hurt, and I'm hoping, yeah, I haven't seen and anything. that's what I'm worried about. I haven't seen anything. Um, no, they said it was a he suffered a foot injury, and when you get taken from, I, I believe, I don't think he even went to the medical tent, I think he just went straight to the locker room. That's not really a good sign. Um, but the first few possessions or first few opportunities they had on defense, I thought he excelled. 
Um, and he's a sure tackler, man. Uh, as being kind of undersized as a linebacker, he he tackles really well. Um, I will say, I believe, I think he may have had his eyes in the backfield too much um, in pass coverage, if that makes sense. Because there was a couple, there was a couple reps I saw um, where the tight ends caught the ball behind him, and I think he just kind of lost track of where they were at. Um, if we can get that cleaned up with him and he's healthy, I believe he can be a he's a good player. Uh, you could definitely see the uh, the leader intangibles in him. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be a good player, man. Uh, I just really hope he's healthy because our linebacker depth is shaky. Uh, just I was just looking at it. Um, he left the locker room in a boot. So, uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's out for a while. Doesn't necessarily mean anything really. They just put it as like they could put it on precautionary the, thing, precautionary measure. But you know, we'll find out more probably tomorrow. Um, but if I had to guess. Uh, he probably so won't play. Good. He probably won't play Thursday, but you get a mini buy, and hopefully he's back for Tampa. Um, uh, I think Nick Nicholas Morrow is getting elevated. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot about him. I don't think he gets to start. I feel like Christian Ellis gets it. Um, hard, yeah. And I'm okay with that. I've, I've I like Christian Ellis a lot. Um, I just like the way he plays, man. And I think if given opportunity, he'll he'll shine. I just think I think if we get some things cleaned up schematically on defense, the linebackers will shine a lot more than they than they did today. Yeah. Um, and before you give your your three, because um, I'm curious if we have the same ones. If we do have the same ones, just let me know. But I want to I want to say you know Mac Jones had had a great game, and he, he did. you know he he was throwing to nobodies, and then his the line that he was working with was absolutely awful. Somehow. He, surprised, he surprised me today. He he honestly he honestly looked like the quarterback at Alabama when he was up for Heisman. Uh, very quick throws, very dis, very decisive in his in his throws. Um, I I love Mac just because he's from Alabama. He's won he won us a national championship. Um, so I was happy to see him succeed today and what he had going. Um, but. It was suck. It sucked that it was against us, and he scared the shit out of me. But yeah, it, but it is you know, uh, the def- the defensive line was definitely as a whole a disappointment, just because you know where we were last year with sacks, and we mm-hmm. you know with a bust with a busted line that they had, we couldn't we couldn't produce more. But that's okay, you know, we got the win. You know, we'll move on yeah. to next week. Um, but who are your three um, standout performers? <clears throat> so I got two of the same. That you got um, Dylan Carter and Jordan Davis, right? Yep, yeah, them are them are my two standouts. And uh, man, I'm gonna give I gotta give props where it's due. Man, Reed Blankenship played absolutely tremendous today. Um, he made some key tackles that like you absolutely have to make in spots where they can't first down, and he got he was able to make open field tackles. Um, I know he got got beat over the top. Uh, Hunter Henry kind of beat him over the top. Uh, but I just think that was a really good throw by Mac Jones. Um, so I can't really fault that on Reed. You don't look for Reed to be great in pass coverage, but he he played he played pretty well today. I remember he broke up a pass, almost got a pick on the sideline uh, earlier in the, in the first quarter. Um, he looked good there, but 
uh, I really liked what I saw from Reed today. Yeah, and I think, in all honesty, he's probably going to become a fan favorite as the season goes on. Um, you know, I feel like if I see him in the open field, and you know, he might be the he might be by himself. I feel like he I feel confident he's going to make the tackle. Yeah. He's going to make that play. Um, when what a find, what a find by Howie. Uh, yeah, because he was undrafted, right? Yeah, he was undrafted. Yep. Yep. And uh, from Middle Tennessee. Yep. Yep. So, like, what a find. And then to go from undrafted to a starter, like a the key starter. starter. Like, and an unquestioned starter yeah. during training camp. Um, made, ab- made some crazy plays in training camp, too, in those joint practices. Like, it looked like he was going to, I mean, I think, I still think he has a breakout season this year based off today and what I hear in training camp. He, he, Probably is going to end up one of our leading tacklers on the team, yep. and I'm very excited to see he take uh, him take a step in pass coverage, and just also becoming a leader in that secondary. Uh, I feel like he's he can he's definitely one of the players that you can see sticking around in Philly, yeah, for a long time. Definitely, um, I feel like you know if it comes down to it when it comes to contracts. You know, obviously, I'm not his agent. I'm not my him, but I feel like. You know, he might take like a little little discount just because we we took a chance on him. Yeah. Um but that's 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 still ways away. Yeah. Um so you know, on the flip side, let's talk about offense. Um like I said before, that first half was awful. Um it was tough to watch. Jalen Hurts had forty yards passing. Um <clears throat> which is crazy when you think about it, because you have all these weapons and like nothing's happening, right? Yep. So, you know, what happened basically? And here's what here's what happened. Brian Johnson, like I said, he was scared. He was scared to make a to make a mistake. And I, I I get it. I get it. And like I said, I I predicted this. I feel like you would see some growing pains, and you're going to see them throughout the year, and it may eventually lose us a game. But you got to go through these things to to be great and. Um, that second half, whenever we started getting rhythm, is what I expect out of the Eagles uh, going forward. Um, or out- even in that rhythm, did you feel like a sense of uneasiness? Like you, because I felt like when we started getting rhythm, man, there was just a lot of times we shot ourselves in the foot uh, with either a penalty or just I don't know. I just kind of felt uneasy because I didn't see the consistency that I wanted to. I guess. And I think I think part of that was I feel like this wasn't a great Jalen Hurts game. I feel like he waited way too long to make decisions sometimes. Um, a couple of those passes, like those those long bombs that he threw, I feel like if he threw them earlier, it would have had a better chance of being completed. Um, and he just he just missing guys, and you know that happens whenever you haven't played football, and you know what where is it seven months? Yeah, mm-hmm. seven months. So you know I don't. Expect us to be a Jalen Hurts at all, but um, no, it is what it is. It happened. But uh, if you could feel confident in any anybody making adjustments, that's your guy. You can feel confident in. Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't. I can't say this. I was definitely frustrated with Jalen today. Uh, I'm still frustrated with him. At, frustrated with him after this performance, because um, he he did make some mistakes and you know. But at the end of the day, the play calling still was was bad. I will say yeah. that that 
that fumble that Jalen had, there's no reason to run Jalen right there. Yeah, that's 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 pretty boneheaded right there. There is no reason to run. Was it on third down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Why? No. Second down. Second down. Oh, let me look it up. But there's like there's no Here. reason. There's no reason to run that right there. Yeah. But let me just take some heat off Jalen real quick. Um, me and you, because I'm gonna get a little frustrated right now. Um, oh, it's first and, can, and ten. First and ten. Okay, so me and you can both agree we love Kenneth Gainwell to death. I love Kenny, but what the fuck, dude? There is no reason for Kenneth Gainwell to have that many touches of the football. Yep, fourteen you know carries I'm? to one for the yeah. There is no reason for that, and there's no reason for him to have that much playing time over any of the other backs. And it's almost like they were running plays for Kenny, like even in passing situations, like those like little swing routes and stuff. No, bro. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I love, I love Kenny, but, and I hate that it's, it's coming on him. Like the, the fault is coming on him almost at this point, but, I mean, it's not his fault, but that play calling, bro, no. There's no reason. It's like they didn't want to put DeAndre Swift on the field. Yeah. I'm curious to see the uh, the snap counts when they come out um, and look and see how many uh, snaps um, each of them played. But looking at, like, the box score, um, and even just watching the game, it doesn't seem like this is a running back by committee. It seems like it's Kenneth Gainwell – and the other guys, you know, it's not everybody like equal yeah. at all. Um, and Kenny did fine. Kenny played well today. I mean, he had some big runs. I, there was, I know there were some third downs that he yeah. has. But that's another thing. It's like third and six, like third and long, long distances, third and six, like third and eight. And we're running halfback draws, bro. Yeah. What is that? Why? I don't, I don't get it. You're relying on your mm-hmm. offensive line way too much. By the way, Cam Jurgen, he got his ass whooped a couple times. Today. He did. He got his ass kicked a couple times today, and that scares me. That nice. that is not a good sign. I think he'll be okay. Uh, and I feel like for the most part he was solid. Yeah. And I just I don't know. I may be overreacting, but but there were some times where I saw his, his back was breaking because he was getting folded. Um, yeah. I don't think he gave up a sack. I feel like all the, the sacks that they got were on Jalen. Um, yeah, but like that first that first Matt Judon sack, I think that was just miscommunication in pass protection. Well, yeah, they sent they sent six and yeah, um, the way they the way they ran it, uh, the linebacker he just ate up Lane Johnson's block, and so Judon came free. Yeah. Um Judon, I will say Matthew Judon is an excellent football player. He is. He that is. dude is a freak. He definitely is. Um but yeah, I know that's gonna be the biggest topic going forward um for this week. I know it's a short week because we got the Vikings. Um Do they scare you at all? No. Not, at all. <laughs> Not one bit. Um Kirk Cousins are under the lights and and then Justin Jefferson versus an elite cornerback does not scare me at all. Um, I actually might bench Justin Jefferson on fantasy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, let's talk about the receivers real quick. Um, not, not, honestly, not much to talk about, really, because um, they're honestly quiet. I, like I said, I feel like 
I feel like the scheme today was get the running backs involved and then kind of get it to the wide receivers when you, whenever you can. I didn't like that um, just because we have arguably the top two, like the, the best duo in the NFL, right? Yeah. Why, why are we not? Why are we not making something happen with them? I mean, like at one point, Quez, Kenneth Gainwell, and like Boston Scott, the same amount of targets as AJ Devonte and Dallas Goddard, and it took until what the fourth quarter for Dallas Goddard to get one look. Yeah. Come on. There's no reason for that. And part of that is um, I'm gonna put that on Jalen because uh, in the replays, Tony Romo talked about it a couple times. Dallas Goddard was wide open, wide open. But uh, Jalen kind of left the pocket. I mean, he left the pocket, and or pocket got collapsed, and he had to roll out. But maybe he just wasn't looking downfield or something. But I think that that'll get fixed. I mean, they go back and watch the film, and Jalen's kind of going to be taking a little hard on himself. We're realizing he missed a couple, but I don't know. It's week one, dude. Like, I'm, I'm not – I'm overreacting, but I'm not overreacting. If that if that makes sense, like the offensive line play today, I didn't think it was great, um, but I also think that's not on them. That's that might be a lot on just Bill Belichick's defense being. I mean, it's always good. It don't well, it don't matter. I feel like they were super aggressive too. I feel like every other play was a blitz. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. and I, I don't think the Eagles were ready for it. Um, this was the issue last year as well, where. The, the scheme was that that free rusher have Jalen make a miss. And I feel like a lot of times Jalen's not making a miss. And, you know, that's asking a lot from a quarterback to, like, to keep looking downfield and also trying to make something happen without, you know, getting sacked. So, and I believe, like, Tony Romo said that he called, like, a hot route and the receiver didn't run it. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. But... I don't, I don't expect- like Tony Romo, but he's got a lot of insight when it comes to stuff like that. So he does, he does. Um, but, but yeah, I don't expect this to be the norm for no. the Eagles going forward. I, I think, I think honestly, Nick Sirianni probably lit Brian jo- Johnson's ass up and was like, "Stop being a little bitch," and you know, call call plays like you like you want to win. Don't don't just let it happen because like we're a talented team. But you know, sometimes scheme like a good scheme can balance it out and i know it was raining heavy in that mm-hmm. first quarter and i think that second. it may have played a lot into the the game planning but i mean it was raining its ass off in the first quarter and second quarter guess what it's not raining in the third and fourth and still ain't nothing changed yeah so i don't know um <laughs> saw something on twitter somebody said brian johnson should be flipping burgers in new england by tomorrow <laughs> he, he has to be um a couple other Talking points, I guess, I want to talk about um, before. I'm not. I'm not going to give anybody on this offense. Uh, like, a, I'm not going to point oh, out anybody. One thing. Um, I think Aaron Sipos played all right today. I mean, he had a couple big punts. And the Gunners, Sidney Brown and Josh Jones, was trying to kill people out there. They were solid. They were definitely yeah. solid. And um, I get, I give props to Josh Jones too, stepping in at that at that last drive. That's what I was going to bring up. Um, whether you like it or not, or whether you want, whether you saw it or not, Josh Job caused that that final pass to be a complete completion and not a bounce. Yep. Um, so get on him, and like I said, I believe on the preview show, if Josh Job comes in for for Bradbury or Slay, I feel okay. 
I yeah. feel okay. And same mm-hmm. thing with, with Eli Ricks if he comes in, which I think Eli Ricks was inactive and Keeley was active. Yeah. Weird because I feel like uh, that was just better. that was just for special teams. Uh, they like Keeley a lot on special teams. Um, on certain, I've I seen him around the ball a bunch during uh, kickoff returns and or kickoffs and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I just like I like the depth of our corners. They're solid. Yep. And to uh, to, wrap, to pretty much wrap this up. Jake Elliott's a stud. Um, I mean, three, I believe it's three 50-yard field goals, 50-plus-yard field goals. Um, that all three of them hit the cross, hit the, uh, the upright. On yeah, one of them. Scared the shit out of me, but went in. That's all that matters. And uh, Britton Covey had a good, nice little return, a little 25-yard return um, on the second, second one. Um, so, not bad. Not bad. Not a bad showing from the special teams, I feel like. Yep. But uh, any last words about this game before we kind of move on briefly to talk about the upcoming Eagles-Vikings game? Mm, not much about this game. I just think <clears> – <throat> I don't think nobody needs to overreact that much right now. Um, just not not to the point of where you're just kind of ready to write this team off, but just got to remember that this is week one for a lot of people. This is the first time for a lot of people that they've actually seen – or actually playing football in a long, in a long time. So they're just knocking, knocking some cobwebs loose, stuff like that. But there is definitely some things that they got to fix. Definitely. Um, the only thing I would overreact about is can't get anyone getting to me touches. That's really it. And then maybe the, the play calling. But as far as like team wise, don't definitely don't write, don't write them off. Don't say, don't talk about all oh, this team isn't as good as we thought they were. They are, and they will be fine. Um, just give us some time. And here's the best part about the schedule is we have the Vikings next, who I'm not terrified of. We got the Bucks. We have these Commanders. Yep. And then we got the Rams. So Rams hung thirty on the fucking Seahawks today, which kind of surprised me. I don't think the Seahawks are good, so that's. I don't know. It just surprised me with that offense. I didn't. Matt Stafford's out there throwing a bunch of no names right now. Right. Um, so this, and honestly, what I'm trying to get to is this: this schedule is very favorable for us to, to get going. So, you know, definitely take a chill pill, relax, and you know, enjoy, soak up the win um, until Thursday, and then Thursday get ready to, you know, go crazy once more. Um, but like I said, we're gonna briefly go over Thursday's game. Um, you know, we still don't know much about each team because you know it's week one. However, the Vikings, the Vikings lost right to the Bucks. The Vikings lost to the Bucks. You tell me what how that sounds. It's bad. Yep. It's not good. Yep. Because the Bucks are bad and they didn't look good against the Vikings. Nope. Um. So nothing scares me with the Vikings at all. Nothing. Not one thing scares me. That defense is shot, man. Yeah, defense is bad. Offense is not great. They have one weapon, probably two. Um, Addison had a – he looked good. He looked good. Yeah. But, um, you know, Madison in the backfield, not good. Um, like he's – there's a big drop-off between him and Dalvin Cook. 
and I definitely think you saw it. Um, so going into this game, this is the home opener. The lights are going to be bright. I think the fans are going to go wild because most of the stadiums today were going crazy like it was a playoff game. And I can only imagine what what Philly's going to be like once it's the first game, you know. Um, so tell me, what do you what do you expect going into this game on Thursday? Um if I could <clears throat> So if they get things fixed, how we think they're going to get them fixed, like the play calling, stuff like that. I could very, very well seeing this game go exactly how it did last year. Um, just kind of beat their ass on national television. But um, Vikings offense is about the only thing that carries that team. You take that away, you win the game. You take you take Justin Jefferson out of the game, you win the game. Um no matter what happened today with the Vikings and they lost, Justin Jefferson had a monster game still. Um, so um, I'd assume Darius Slay is going to travel with him. Um, I just – I don't know. I like our – I like our defense against their offense. Um, I like our offense against their defense, so. Yeah, I – I think we win this game. I think – I don't know. It's just kind of hard to tell with today still in my mind, I guess. Today still fresh. But yeah. ask me later in the week. Ask me about Tuesday, and then I can give you a sure answer that we'll just beat shit out of this team. But I, don't know. I think we will. I think we will. I think it – I think this is one of those games that won't be close. Um, You know, it's just – it is hard to be like super positive because we didn't. Cause at one point we were up sixteen nothing, and next thing you know, second quarter ends. Now it's a two point game. So, hey, if defense can play for four quarters how they did in the first quarter, we go back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let me, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you that. No, for sure. But I also feel like they were just gassed for being oh, on the field yeah. the whole time. Um, I couldn't and tell you. That's what I definitely saw from Jalen Carter, like throughout snap. Like when Fletch went down, he was in there constantly. You can tell. I mean, he took some pass rush plays off. You could definitely tell that. But that, I mean, that's no shot to him. I mean, you can tell that from everybody. Everybody was tired, bro. They had to get back on the field. Right. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I we're gonna win on Thursday. I feel like I feel confident going into that game. Um. But can't wait through that review, see where our head's at then, and see the, the difference in tone between now, this episode, and that, that next episode. Um, yeah. And then real quick, before we, we end this episode, um, I kind of want to go over the NFC East at least. Um, Cardinals are the, – the commanders didn't look to uh, – oh, my God. The Giants just missed a 36-yard field goal. Um uh, commanders didn't look good against the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals looked like they were in it the whole time. And, uh, you know, I had a red zone on, and then I was traveling to my mom's house to watch the game. Um, but, you know, didn't didn't look anything – didn't look nah. too good for us. It didn't look great. Um, I watched pretty much that whole game. Uh, I could see the potential in Washington. 
Um, but that's definitely not a team you want to keep a close game to. If that makes sense. I I still have the Cardinals as the worst team in this league, but I don't know. Be interesting. My one seventeen prediction still um still alive and it almost was shot today. So you know, very interesting to see. I don't believe in the commanders just yet. Um and somehow doesn't impress me that much, you know. Um and right now, uh it's currently a minute left in the second quarter. Dallas is up twenty six zero against the Giants. Um I don't think this says Dallas is good. I think I feel like Dallas is a good team, but I think the Giants are um, a bad team. Boo boo ass cheeks. Um, so, um, yeah, that's where that's where that's where I'm at. I think last year was a fluke for them, um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. It's gonna be a fun year. Um, you know, I really Cap- wish Saquon Barkley would get the hell out of there, dude. I I love Saquon as a player. Um, I just hate hate that he's on that poverty team. Oh, yeah, and they attached themselves to Daniel Jones for the future, and what a mistake that will be. Um, but, like I said, it's going to be a fun year. Uh, probably going to be stressful. I feel like Dallas is going to compete with us for the NFC East. Probably end up playing each other in the playoffs. That'd be a good game. I hope it's the NFC Championship, and I hope we beat them. Um, but leading up to that yeah. that game, I'd be stressed out. Um but it'll be fun if it, if we win, if we beat them, it'll definitely be worth it. Um, but yeah, that's going to be the episode um, for today. Uh, we will be back. We'll record on Friday um, to discuss the uh, Vikings Eagles game. Um, I'll I'll leave this question for you, Bryce, because um, I'm actually curious. Do you ever use Prime Vision when you watch these Thursday night games? Mm-mm. I think ProVision is pretty cool. It's all a 22 camera, and it it kind of kind of tracks everything. It has lots of stats. So, oh really? Yeah, I'm gonna be watching that. To, yeah, I'll probably look into that. And I'll also leave you guys with this. I am ready to go back and watch the all 22. Um, see how many receivers Jalen Hurts missed, and if they just weren't creating separation. Um, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see. Fun to watch back. Um, but like I said, we're recording Friday episode should be put out on saturday and um yeah hopefully we uh when we come back we'll be pumped be 2-0 and we'll be ready to go to tampa um but with that being said thank you guys for watching if you're listening on spotify apple Podcasts, what else are we on amazon leave us a nice little review nice little rating tell us you love us and um say go birds in the comments you know, that way people people will listen to us, um, and be able to find us on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe, and uh, you know, tell me I look good. <laughs> but until next time, I'm Chase. This is Bryce. Follow the uh, the show on all socials at the link lineup. And until next time, as always, go birds. Go birds.